Action Gypsum Supply has been an independent Texas-based distributor for more than two decades. While so many suppliers are giving way to big corporations, Action Gypsum has remained independent and continues to grow. With Action Gypsum, you will find the most accepted metal framing to gypsum board products in the industry, along with all your ceiling, grid and tile, insulation, lath and stucco finishing needs. If your next project matters to you, then Action Gypsum wants to help. They have locations in Austin, Hutto, San Antonio, and Temple. Action Gypsum Supply is built to serve you. Right. Big boys, come on down. From the 102.7 ESPN studios in Austin, Texas, this is the Jeff and Ed Show. Welcome aboard, Ed Clements, along with Jeff Ward, a.k.a. Satan, as a caller in the last hour called you to the side. <laughs> Lordy, man, you were not there to defend yourself. Well, Ed, there's a lot of people out there. Joe Biden, Barack Obama, and your friend Jeff Ward, they're all Satan. They're wow. all Satan. Watch out for them, Ed. They're Satan. Really? That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Found Mark, my way to AM radio. Yeah, huh? Mark Caesar defended Without even, you. Uh, Mark Caesar defended you. We won't have any of that, sir. Click. That was, you know. Oh, man. You yeah. should have called me down the hall. I would have done it. I would have done it. <laughs> Every person calling from Lano, their yeah. hair would have been on fire. Yeah. I mean, it why was, am I Satan again? He didn't really say. Yeah, he it's didn't just because say. if. Yeah. I know how it works. Yeah. If you. No matter what your political philosophy is, because nothing is about political philosophy. Let me defend myself. Defend yourself. If you don't worship Trump, you're Satan. Yeah. Even if somebody were, if I were to articulate my policies, that guy would probably come around and say, ah, well, I don't know. Maybe they're kind of right. Well, the first call of the day told me that, 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 just, Satan, right? that Joe Biden and Barack Obama want to eliminate Israel. They want to eliminate Israel because they're they're feeding the Iran military machine as we speak. Oh, yeah. And I said, now what did you that say? Was, you, you said Joe Biden and Barack Obama want want Israel not to. I tried it, and that was backed up by what data? Uh, well, the backed up by the data that they unfreeze unfroze the money from a few years ago. Yeah. That we still can piece. It's just nonsensical wow. stuff, you know. Oh, you you didn't defend me, Satan. That's a little harsh. Satan, yeah. Jeez, Satan, Satan. Oh. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. I, uh, I'm interested what said said because it's interesting. I know you're talking about uh, college football, and I want to talk about yet again. We'll have another really good team, probably playing a backup quarterback in Jacksonville this week. That was sad to watch when his own player stepped on his ankle. And there goes Trevor Lawrence limping to the locker room. Well, first of all, kids don't gamble. Oh, man. Kids do not gamble. That looked like the lock of the century. Who in their right mind thought, what's his first name? Jake Browning. Jake Browning. Yeah. And the Cincinnati Bengals, who have no life whatsoever, would show up and absolutely ball out... Jake Browning looked great last night. I know he, he did. He looked great. I know he did. It's so weird because you look around the NFL, and we're making jokes now about backup quarterbacks and, and offenses. Yeah. Uh, there's a stat I'm about to read in a minute that is just mind-boggling yeah. about offenses. And then you turn around and go, wait a minute, they found that guy? Yeah. yeah. How'd they get that guy to do it? I, I That was shocking to me. And... That cheering sound you hear would be the Houston Texans. Exactly, because they're only one game back, and the cheering sound is Jim Ursay as he has his first cocktail of the afternoon. Uh, Indianapolis is only a game back. And yes, guess and, where... And guess that, where that, that team is not going anywhere without Trevor Lawrence. No, no, it's not. With Bethard, 
Beathard threw the ball I know, well, I know. but Beathard is is not anywhere near Trevor Lawrence. Now they He's, say midday today, ESPN said that it was it was he's not injured too badly, but it's week to week. High ankle yeah. sprain. You've had those before. How long how long before you get out of those? Well, I'm a little older than Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. and the doctors are pretty good for Trevor Lawrence and um I don't know. I mean the question is it's not whether those guys can get out there and take snaps. It's how effective you're going to be. Sure. And what kind of you know what kind of risk do they want to take? I mean, here's a calculus for Jacksonville. Do they act like now they have to rush him back to survive, or or do they look out at their schedule and say, let's give him a week or two to make sure for a playoff run? Yeah. Because you run the risk now. If you're desperate and you want to win now, you put him out there and just sort of tough it out, and maybe he gets hurt worse. And or it, you back off and say, hey, don't worry, we've we, we got a game to give back. And in days gone by, you'd say, hey, it's Indianapolis, it's Houston. Yeah, but those now. those days... I know. Those those days are just... It's it's a wacky time in NFL. Now, the but rest... You, but I wouldn't risk him um, because you're going to be a playoff team. And if well, he, maybe, if he has to, if it, maybe you, unless, you, unless you win that division, you risk that because... If you get him back in two weeks, even if you game a, give a game back because you got that win in Houston, I, I, I think you have a game to give back. So I'd, I would be careful about being too risky with Trevor Lawrence. It's not a juggernaut the rest of the way for Jacksonville. Right. They, they play at Cleveland on Sunday. In Cleveland, it's going to be Joe Flacco versus Beathard maybe. But then on Sunday, December 17th, they host Baltimore at Tampa Bay on Christmas Eve. They win. New Year's Eve, they're hosting Carolina. Win. Win. And then they end the season at Tennessee. Win. Conversely, the, the Texans Conversely. are at the Jets this weekend. Should be a win. You think? Yeah, think so. <laughs> Hey, Wilson, Wilson, go yeah, in. Get no, in. I'm no. Not go- no, I'm get not going in. Get in there, kid. No. No, I'm not going get in. Get in now. I'm no. Mad. No, I'm not going in. And he runs away. I hope yeah. he runs off. <laughs> like They chase him. Houston at Jets, at Tennessee, winnable. Then they host Cleveland and Tennessee, winnable, winnable. And then they close the season, dun-dun-dun-dun, at Indianapolis, which okay. could be a win. Okay. Yeah. Uh yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I I look at it as I've got a game to give. Unless that dude is absolutely ready to go, no thanks. I'm not going to run the risk. I think Beathard was the quarterback for Iowa when Christian McCaffrey had his big bang-up day in the Rose Bowl. Remember that? He had, his dude had like 250 total yards in the first half. In typical Iowa deal, Iowa, yeah, we got a chance. We got a chance. And that's when Stanford was good. Okay, here's the stat I was going to read to you to put it in perspective. How, you know, I mean, usually when the quarterbacks go down, the bottom falls out. Uh, somehow, some way with the Bengals, it did not. And that's a good defense. The Bengals lit up last yeah. night. I mean, that is. Follow this. Christian McCaffrey, okay? He has, now he has 17 total touchdowns. Through week 13, he has more touchdowns than these teams. The New York Jets... They have 10. Good he has Lord. seven more touchdowns than the Jets. Uh, the New York Giants. State of New York is just not very good on in football right no. now. No, oh, they're, they're struggling, Derek. Uh, he has more touchdowns than the Giants. Oh. He has more touchdowns than the Carolina Panthers. He has obviously more touchdowns than the New England Patriots, who are just going backwards. And he has more touchdowns than the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
Christian McCaffrey has more touchdowns than those teams. Is he the MVP or is quarterback the MVP? You know, I um Brock Purdy could be the MVP and he's probably the sixth best player on that team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. I don't know. I don't know. You know, so Dak Prescott was a close second to Jalen Hurts this weekend. I think Dallas I think Dallas gets to light them up. I do. I think he has a good game. And then if he has a really good game again, because when they're at home, they're crazy good, he becomes the favorite. But if San Francisco is healthy and, and goes on the kind of roll they can, it may be between two 49ers. If they go on the roll. Purdy and, and McCaffrey. If they continue on the roll against one of the best teams, one of the best three teams in the NFC, and no reason they're not going to the Super Bowl. Oh, I know. I know that. they got to secure the home field advantage. Right. they right. got to do that. I don't think it's outrageous that Dallas wins the East. You're going, Ooh, to, call I do. Me, you're going to call me a crackhead again. You're going to say I'm a face painter. Um, I, I won't call you a crackhead. I'll call you a face painter because I think you are, you've given up on the Buffalo Bills. Yes. You can't give up of Niagara Falls in the wintertime. You can't give up on Tua. Tua and that team, I know you said before, they're going to put it in neutral. No, they got to get home field advantage. I know, I know. So they're not going to put anything on neutral. Cowboys at Buffalo and at at Buffalo, at Miami, back to back, just the sheer pain on your body going oh from my God. zero to you eighty-five like degrees in the span in of a week. They like that they're going to Antarctica to um, the Sahara in consecutive days. It's a week later, man. Man, just look at the way those guys are going to be dressed in Buffalo. Right, they're going to look like Nanook of the North, <laughs> and then they'll be sweating like prostitutes in church down mm. in Miami. There you go. I'm not saying it's likely. I just think I don't think it's outrageous that Dallas could run the table. Well, you're right about this week. If I believe I they're they, going to win, they, but they, they damn well better win this week. If oh, yeah, they don't, yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know. They lose at home to Philadelphia, then it's get even with them. Yeah, yeah get the it's, get it's the records even. I, I, Ten and three each. I would bet on Dallas right now, but we've learned from last oh, night man. that gambling is not a very good wait, idea. Wait, wait, wait. You'd bet on Dallas? Yeah. And Philadelphia plays the Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles played New York twice and Tommy DeVito twice and then no, no. Washington one I'm time. I'm going to bet for Dallas to cover against the Eagles. Oh, I thought you were talking about No, no, no. You can bet Dallas to win the East. Not quite. Okay. I'm just, I'm not that far out on that deal. But then again, you're calling me a face painter. Well, you know, um, you probably have an injured, you know, growing pool for jumping on and off the bandwagon. I haven't this jumped year. off at all since. September. I mean, I've been doing this since yeah. August. Yeah, right. I've not jumped off at all at any point on the. Even when they lose to the Cardinals, all of you act like it's the end of the world. That's it. They suck. It's a disaster. It was. I was saying it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Well, it does. Everybody matter for, gives a game back. Uh, yeah, it's a strange season. Doesn't San Francisco it? blasts them. When San Francisco has their players, you don't beat them. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that San Francisco has their players. When they don't have everybody, you got a chance. That's the NFL. Especially the right tackle. Yeah, that's the NFL. Yeah. That's the way it works. But the, with, with all the weapons, this past week in Philadelphia, they look like a machine. They look like yeah. the very best team yes. in football. They were. On that day, and then then nobody you, nobody beats them that and, day. And then you, then you watch Kansas City in, at night against lowly Green Bay, against a mediocre Green Bay team, and they look average as everyday wash. No, nobody just, nobody um, beats that San Francisco team that was in Philadelphia. Nobody does. Not even Patrick Mahomes. No, no. Not even Patrick no, Mahomes. No, I, I agree. 
And nobody even comes close to them, I don't think. No. But that's everybody has to be right. Everybody has to be healthy. And you don't know. You're, you're mm-hmm. a quarterback losing his arm away from getting blasted by somebody else. You're losing your left tackle. Look what happened. They go 9-0 and with their left tackle and Debo Samuel. They don't have him. Yeah. And they lose three games. In a row. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the margin of error in the NFL is, is that. So I don't know if they keep everybody healthy. I mean, Dallas has kept everybody healthy. But what a weird year for quarterbacks in the NFL when you're looking possibly at Bethard. What is Bethard's first name? His, his cousins live here CJ. in town. CJ. I know his cousin Patrick lives here in town. Uh, are they related to Bobby Bethard? They're, yeah, they're all related to Bobby, yeah. That's Bobby the, Bethard, that's the, the general manager for yeah, a lot of teams. I think he's in the Hall of Fame. Uh, I think he is too. I yeah. think he's passed away, but okay. yeah, they're all related. They're okay. all related. Brilliant football mind. Yes, yeah. And okay. I tell you what, C.J. Beathard throws a beautiful pass, though, too. Man, it surprised me last night because he's been on the bench all year long, you know, not doing much. I know he's doing his reps at practice, but he kind of uncorked a couple of nice passes. Of course, he coughed it up the first play, but yeah. Don't gamble, kids. Don't gamble. Don't do it, kids. Do not do that. I mean, there's no one. No right. one. No one had Cincinnati was, last night. No one. Luring to get Philadelphia and three and a half yeah. points at home Don't Sunday. Gamble. Young people. Uh, 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 I, by the way, first thing I talked about today was Mark Cuban here in Austin pitching casinos. Well, in Texas. He is part, uh, you know, part of the Sold deal. To the Adelsons. Adelsons so from Vegas, the I, family. I, I think they're go- I th- It's not going to happen. Mm. It's not going to happen. Well, it's going to be h- very hard to happen with the the leadership of the Texas Republican yeah, Party. Right. I think Greg Abbott would be more to say yes, but Dan Patrick is not going to do no. it. And Dan Patrick is more powerful than the right. governor. I, I, it's, I don't care if, you know, here's the, where I think people get confused. This is my argument about this. So you think, wait a minute, the Adelsons are now going to be sort of stationed in Dallas, I guess. They'll be in Vegas okay, well, still. What, but, yeah. but, I mean, but Mark have Cuban didn't go out. They have a presence. Yeah, I mean, Mark Cuban presence. didn't show up in downtown Austin at the Capitol factory and start pitching this just for fun. Mm-hmm. i got to believe there's connecting of the dots here. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be. I think they're going to make a push. I think it was very close last year, and I think it's going to be even closer. No. I think it is, Jeff. I think we're going to get gambling before we get marijuana. I think we get neither. I think. I think we I get think it next the time. The moral compass, Kenneth Paxton, and the righteous Gandhi that he is, Dan Patrick, are looking out at that three percent of your grandmas, and they're going to say, "Grandma doesn't want it." Grandma votes in primaries. That's out. the key. Who votes in the Republican three primaries? Per- what we people know. need to realize: three yeah. percent of Texans govern the state. Those who vote in the Republican primaries. Correct. Right. That's what governs all mm-hmm. of you. That's what matters. So when you wonder who it is that Ken Paxton is talking to, or Dan Patrick, or Greg, you know, Greg Abbott's running a shadow presidential campaign, but they're talking at three percent. That's all they care about. Yeah, that's and, their job. Right. And that's, I don't think that three percent wants it. I, I, I don't know why. I, 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 I'm confused I think by that. I think you had more people coming on the side of gambling this year than you ever had before. Is that the MAGA hats? Uh, well, the the you had Republicans who are not MAGAs. Embrace gambling, but okay. they were well, they outnumbered no by the MAGA yeah. hats. The Dan, but, the, those who okay, adhere to the Dan. I'm, that's where I'm deal. lost. See that? That's where I'm admitting that I'm lost. I get the three percenters. They're they're the that rural group. But MAGA hats aren't anti-gambling. Their leader, their dear leader, is look at him. He was such a successful casino operator. Well, 
the leader in Texas, though, is not for that. Dan Patrick. So if, if you ever... But are the MAGA hats anti-gambling? Are they anti-casino? I, I, I think they do whatever Dan Patrick says. Okay. I think that's... And yeah. I, I, I wish the man... I wish the head MAGA hat, I wish Donald Trump would say, hey... Gambling. Well, he's had a. You're right. He's had a terrible record in New Jersey. <laughs> you think terrible record? But I, uh, but I think his hotel in Vegas doesn't even have a casino. Pardon me. His hotel in Vegas does not even have a casino. Correct. They won't allow him no. to get a gambling license. Um. Okay. Well, I don't think it happens. I do. I I think it happens because you have more. Give me a time frame. Let's have it. Uh, in two years when you're, the session. You're, you're psycho. No, no. When you're they psycho. meet again. No. No. Garrett, write it down. Write it down. Sticky pad. We'll have gambling by the end of the session in twenty you twenty-five. Crazy. No, I think I think we will have some form you of gambling. You think Dan Patrick is going to go to fill in the blank Burleson Baptist Church and say this is going to be great? We're going to have casinos right we'll, down the street. We'll have, there'll be so many safeguards involved with that, Jeff, and there'll be a limited number of dens of sin. So, <laughs> dens of sin. I think you're crazy. 512-834-1027. I'm Ed Clements along with... I don't with, give it 10 years. Oh, I think you're no. wrong about that. Marijuana, marijuana is like 50 years. This will be the last place on the planet that has legalized recreational We marijuana. still have changing demographics in this state. I know, but they don't Change. show up to vote in primaries. Well, I think as they move here in record numbers, they will. I think they will change the demographics. Yeah. Haven't yet. Those 3% still get what they want. When we come back, I can't, can't wait to tell you what I'm going to do tonight. Can't wait to tell you. I'm oh, so excited oh about my. tonight. So excited about tonight. Oh. Yeah. You'll learn about that and wow. much, much That's more. That's quite a tease. Yeah, when we return to 102.7 ESPN. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 102.7 ESPN. Again, big voice. You're listening to the Jeff and Ed Show on 1027 ESPN. Welcome back to the show, Ed and Jeff, talking pro football and college football. I'd say I'm excited. I'm going to the theater tonight. Mm. Going to the theater, going to Bass Concert Hall. Okay. To see Lerner and Lowe's My Fair Lady. Well, look at you. Rex Harrison will not be there, nor will Audrey Hepburn. Yeah. They're both gone. But I will be there at the opening night of My Fair and I Lady. Bet, I bet deep down you wish you were performing. I, I really do because all the songs. That's what you really want. I, I know all the songs. I know. I could have danced all night. There we go. I could have danced all night. I know. There's their own. just pl- been like, what break would you have needed to for you for that to have happened? If I would have made that decision to go to Tarleton State on the golf oh, and music scholarship and not huh. go to Southwest Texas State to drink and play golf and chase girls for four years. That was a turning point in my life. For me, the great actors and performers that have come from Tarleton State, that doesn't seem like a <clears throat> pathway to, to Well, Broadway. mostly Tarleton State is known for rodeo stars. Larry Mahan. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I know. I just Can you give me some Broadway stars that have come I would have Tar- been the first. You would have been it. I would have been somebody. I would have been a, yeah. I would have been a contender. <sighs> Wouldn't it be lovely with a little bit of luck? The rain in Spain so falls cha- mainly chased, in the You chased the glory of being a golfer at Texas State Yeah, over the grind of a Broadway performer coming out of the Juilliard of colleges, Tarleton State. Tarleton State. State. That would have been fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it really is like Juilliard, isn't it? It would have been in the Tarleton State Hall of Fame, I know. Probably for that. Huh. 
I can't wait. I don't know what kind of performance it is. They said it's gonna it's gonna be they said it's gonna be really good, so I'm excited about it. Are you gonna sing along? You know It's not very polite. It's not polite, but you know what? It's gonna be very difficult. You know, I'll start singing all the Rex Rex. Do you think anybody songs. will be there under seventy five? I think so, because I think I don't. that's the thing about Austin. We have a young group of theater goers I and know. you've got a good basis. Uh I've grown accustomed yeah, to I, her face. Without having you bite yeah. my head off, this is a little stuffy. It's a little stuffy? A little old and stuffy. I think you need to open up because, I don't know, as I said, I don't know what this musical is going to be, but you have more musicals now that that are that were traditional in the 50s and 60s that have a new, may I say, woke spin. Oh. For example, Oklahoma... Uh, oh Oklahoma, the new production of Oklahoma had a young woman, and I've seen her perform, who who is uh, in a in a wheelchair, a dynamic voice. Oh. So you had someone in a wheelchair in Oklahoma. This is happening. And you have you have it's it's yeah it's it's evolved. Theaters evolved. When you bring this up down the hall. A lot of people there going oh, no. to see you down the hall. They would call me. They Satan. know what Bass Concert Hall is. I don't know. Next to the football stadium. They think that's uh, that's like that place in Bell Bell County Expo. That's where they think this performance is. No, this is at the Bass Concert Hall. I know hall. that. It's opening night. You think the audience has been to the Bass Concert Hall before? Maybe some, maybe. Yeah, yeah. You're totally just, just you know, dissing the. Well, yeah. They yeah. call me the devil, man. I have they a right to fight back. You Satan. Satan. I have a right to fight back Satan. a little. You, you were in a good company though. Joe Biden, Barack Obama, Jeff Ford, Satan. Yeah. Ed, you work with Satan. Yeah. Thank you. All right, here we go to Twitter. Okay. Um, at Jeff Ward's show, it really pisses me off that Dan Patrick won't let us, his bosses, vote on casino gambling. He won't. Well, that's where you're wrong. I told you the 3% are his bosses. That's it. Sorry. He goes as they go. You are governed by, at the risk of being called Satan again, blue hairs in rural Texas. That's who's governing you. And that old lady doesn't want casino betting. She doesn't want marijuana. She doesn't want any. She wants things to be like they were in the 70s. But I think, again, I'll say this again, the changing demographics in our state, I think think they could be changed. Even though the state legislature signed die today, they concluded without Greg Abbott getting his his school vouchers, and that was because of the Republican, 10 10 or 12 Republicans. But things have changed so much, they wouldn't impeach the guy who is a walking, talking, moral, and legal train wreck. They didn't do that. That was politics. You're going to tell me things have changed. Things may change. At Jeff Ward Show, prediction, Michigan wins out and claims the natty. Georgia loses numerous players who are... Sitting, sitting for the draft. FSU blows out Georgia. Michigan gets their season and Natty vacated due to the, due to the sign-stealing scandal. FSU, being 14-0, pulls a 2017 USF and declares themselves national champs. Huh. That's a lot of work, man. A lot of work. I'm I, having know, a hard time following that. I, th- I think even if Michigan wins on the field and somebody vacates it, I say, so what? They won on the field. You know what I mean? Well, okay, but we have precedent for this. I give you the Heisman Trophy. was blank. Reggie Bush. Yeah. If Michigan wins out, Michigan wins the whole thing. If Michigan wins out, win, yeah, they win the whole thing. Yeah, that's good. That's very, you won't well, hear that anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was hoping there would be a follow-up there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think we've already decided the guilt. 
they're guilty. I don't think it's going to happen with it. No, I don't think anything's happened with either because yeah. the conference didn't do anything. The conference, uh, I mean, didn't let him coach for a while, but I think that's where it ends. The, and committee, I think if, the committee's sure the heck not going to do anything. No, if you open that can of worms, I think you're going to find out there are other things going on all the time with sign scaling or some other stuff. I don't. Uh, I think the bigger question now in college sports is all this name, image, likes, and yeah. the transfer portals yeah. that yeah. I think you and Cedric were talking about. It. Yeah, it's uh, – I'd be bad. I, I hate to defend coaches, but if I were Brent Fenables, I'd be been out of shape. At, it's what, it, what did Seth say now? Said 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 that he's he's shopping right now. Yeah, that um, that Dylan Gabriel, who is look the dude single handedly beat Texas in Dallas. I mean, he really did, and they they turned it around. I've already said I as as much as I thought Oklahoma is in. I still think they're in a kind of a dangerous spot, and I think this might be an indicator they're in a dangerous spot. The dangerous spot is this: if you aren't a highly regarded free agency spots. Now, don't get offended. Listen to what I'm saying. It's sort of like saying, who wants to play for the Lakers? That's what Texas and USC right. and Michigan are. They're the Lakers. Right. They're the Yankees. They've got money. Yeah, and money, they will, money, they will money. spend it. They will yeah. throw it at you and make dumb mistakes, but they'll still throw it at you. Conversely, Alabama is not a Yankee, New York right. Yankee, or Texas Longhorns. They've got the greatest coach of all time, but they don't have the money right. resources to pay the so, players. I'm not quite sure. So here's a starting quarterback who's coming off an excellent year. They turned things around in Oklahoma better than I thought. And the dude <laughs> says, I'm looking around. I might yeah. leave. Cedric says, and I don't know the rule on this, so I might trust him. He's saying he's dipping his toe in to see what he can get and then decide to come back, which I think begs to ask a bigger question. If your starting quarterback, who was your guy from wire to wire, is shopping himself around, do you sit him down and say, "Look, man, if you're out, you're out." Agree. Dude, I gotta go find a. I gotta. I gotta move forward. That's not cool. That is not cool. Oklahoma has a freshman quarterback that played in the one game where Dylan Gabriel, and they like the guy. He's a true true freshman. But I would be going gulp if I'm Oklahoma going into the SEC with a guy with one game yeah, experience. You, you don't look. You got your guy, Dylan Gabriel. Right. Texas has their guy, Quinn Ewers. Correct. I mean, it's. I I don't know. How, I don't know if you. I I don't know if it truly is free agency that you can go out there and find the highest bidder. Right now, obviously, the the market is this: USC, Oregon, Oregon. I, maybe Ohio State. Their dude left. His 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 he left his. The yes, another factor that I scratch my head over. Jeff Letty, who was his coach at Central Florida, left and went became offensive coordinator at OU. That's when Dylan Gabriel went to OU. Letty got the head coaching job at Mississippi State. Are you kidding me? I, that's what I'm thinking. Are you kidding me? You're going to leave Oklahoma for Mississippi State? Where are they, you kidding? What are they going to pay you in cowbells? Are you, you know? kidding me? Oh yeah, that's uh, that's that's been discussed out there. That like, wouldn't make any sense. No sense whatsoever. at all. No sense, unless they give the, all the money to him. Oh, but what? Even then, it's not worth yeah, it. Yeah, it's not worth it because you're in a... You'd, you'd be going downward oh, you're, dramatically. It's, it's not even a lateral move. Yeah, you're going I, down. I mean, yeah. you're, you're, you're going from... You're leaving Yale to go to Clemson. You've got to... In, in academic terms. You've got to... you got to... Yeah, I figured that right. out. You've got to go with an Oregon or a Washington 
or USC or an Ohio State where you're going to play immediately and you're going to make a difference. Say that's, that's that's harsh. Yeah, that is a harsh blow for Oklahoma. That stings. That really, because I can't imagine. He's I mean, not, he's, I'd sit down with him and say, "I'm sorry. What, what did we do, kid? No, I what, yeah. Come on, man. What and am I? What are we doing wrong? See, I think I think said wrong. I think he's already said his goodbyes. He's already too. said his goodbyes. Would you? Would if he sat down and said, "Man, it's been a nice year. I'm out, man." Would you say go? I'd say good. Go. If you don't want to be here, don't be here. Yeah, go. I, start, I agree. We start finding quarterbacks. We even get in the transfer portal. We got that freshman who's who's going to be pretty good, but he's untested. That's when you go get, you know, the quarterback at UCLA. You go get Will Howard, for goodness sakes, from K-State and say, okay, we need a veteran back here. It's such a damn mess. It is such a mess. And today, this is what happened today. NCAA President Charlie Baker Propose rule changes that would allow Division I schools for the first time to pay their athletes in ways that are not tied to educational resources. That means donations from the alumni. And that would be unbelievably great news for your Texas Longhorns, your Fighting Texas A&M Aggies, and USC. It's, it's unbelievable. He says it's time for the NCAA to look to offer our own forward-looking framework. The framework must sustain the best elements of the student-athlete experience with all student-athletes, build on the financial and organizational investments that have changed the trajectory of women's sports, yada, da 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 All it is is text. That means Chris Del Conte and Steve Sarkeesian can, which I'm sure they already do, but this could officially say, Here's your money, here's your money, here's your money. It goes through us. Not that NIL umbrella, the the giving. Yeah, people. I mean, so... It the, already happens now. Yeah. Uh, wink, wink, nod, nod. But This is something I argued a long time ago, that they should be... <laughs> their greed is going to... Their greed is going to eat them alive. Mm-hmm. Their greed is... Go- not Texas, because they're going to... They're not... They don't want to share, Okay. But this is exactly what Saban was waving his arms. And that is, it it would have been so easy to set this up. You want to do it by, like the NFL does it. That's what Saban said. Take a percentage of the TV contract, it goes to the revenue share. Right. TV contract goes up, you make more. Right. Done. That way you don't have Texas and USC saying, you take yours, we got ours. Right. You can get, yeah, and do, you don't have you, Dylan you know. Gabriel shopping himself around, right? You, um, yeah, but what they're saying now is window dressing to revenue sharing. They're saying, "Hey, look, man, it feels a little icky that NIL goes through some guy in an alley somewhere. Mm-hmm. So, could you have it go through the athletic department?" Texas will say, "Sure, of course, yeah, we'll have five million go through the athletic department because they've got very smart people over there who." Gather money and distribute money. Oh, right. yeah, it's great. What Saban is saying is, and it's and it's almost too late. What Saban was saying is, look, find your revenue stream. I don't care if it's TV or whatever. Set it up. All the players share it, and we move on with equal amount to yeah. all the schools. Mississippi State and Alabama would have the same. Just like just cool like the just like the Cowboys and as, the Bengals have the would. same. Right. They everybody's got the same. Right. But that's not the way it is in college football that's now. That's correct. And that's why in the next few years, if they don't change anything, I believe that the Texas Longhorns and AM Aggies, maybe, 
if they get Elko right, are they going to be in the mix for a long, Yeah, there's no reason time. for them not to dominate. Correct. No, there's no... Texas right. has... And A&M certainly doesn't have an excuse. I mean, what they... No excuse. I mean, for the... And that's why I guess they had to fire him. But it's it's not a level playing field. It's completely lopsided. It, it is. I, I mean, this would be Jerry Jones... Um, who's got the most money in the NFL? Um, Bob Kraft and Jerry Jones saying... Joe Burrow. But look at Bobby Kraft. Bobby Kraft has some of the most money in his team. Stinks. Yeah, but that's because it's it's re- it's equal. It's equal revenue. They, they have right. revenue sharing. Right. That's why the Chiefs can even compete against the Cowboys. Right. Do you think South Carolina is going to... That's why I call Texas the Lakers. Yeah, South Carolina can raise as much as money as Texas. No. Do you think Mississippi State or Ole Miss will? No. Do you think Auburn will? No. Go down the list of the the Kentucky. Go list down list of the Big Twelve schools. It's going to be nobody in the SEC should be able to keep, compete with. I mean, maybe Georgia can. I don't know much about, but A and M in Texas, right? We know Alabama is. They just they've got they've got Saban who get, who says I'll get you in the pros. Yeah, don't worry about but the that's going to run out. Yeah. I mean, oh, the yeah. Dylan Gabriel storyline, I think, is a real indicator of how this thing is going to work. Right when a when there's a, guy, a starter at a power power program, five. Yeah, I mean a blue blood program who's coming off a good year. Right, it's not like the guy sucks. I mean, he's a really good player. Right, is saying, you know, this is nice, but I want I want something. I want else. a Lamborghini. Right, I want a Lamborghini. I heard Quinn Ewers. I mean, he's going to say I'm a, I'm as good as Quinn Ewers, if not better. I want I want a Lamborghini, man. I mean, uh, yeah. a nice Tahoe is not enough for me. Exactly, and, and he's going to go shop himself. And Texas, Texas can do that. He's Texas. going. Is LeBron James? He's going to South Beach. That's what he. That's what this is. Yeah, it's a great player saying Cleveland was nice. All right, we won, but you know what? I want a cooler place. Right. I'm going to. I might go to Austin. I might go to L.A. Very true. And it's it puts the onus on these coaches, and it puts the onus. On the administrators and the of the alumni, I played golf with a guy Sunday, and during the round of golf, he got three different separate emails from groups saying, "We need to raise more money for Longhorns. We're going to the Sugar Bowl. We can't we can't stop this. Please donate to blah blah blah. Please donate to da da da. Please donate to da 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 to make sure we get the best athletes available." That's happening. That happened Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Not only with the UT administration sending out about, hey, get your get your package next year for the Michigan game. Make sure you've got this. Here are the ticket stuff. They're but, making but, hay but while that, the sun right. shines. But that notice, going to Texas people, they'll have $5 million by Tuesday morning. That notice goes to Clemson. That notice goes to... <sighs> TCU. TCU. I mean, that, to 95% of them, even good football programs, they can't... No, they can't. They can't pull it off that fast. They cannot. They cannot. Just look at the tickets to Texas and Washington at the Superdome or where they call it now, Caesars, whatever, Caesars Playhouse in New Orleans. It's like $600 now to get into the, to walk in the door. Tickets for the national championship. People are already looking at that if Texas were to beat Washington. They're well over $1,500 to $2,000 per seat. And we all know when the season's over, Texas fans, first year going to the SEC, there's going to be a hike in tickets for at DKR Texas Memorial Stadium. Buckle yon seatbelt for that. 
because they have a captive audience. And also, when one of those boxes get open at DKR, Jeff, it's not the next in line. It's the biggest bidder. Yeah. It's the bidder. Right. You know, we've got a box. Here's where we're starting the bidding. And that's that's the way they're doing it because the audience is there. The money is in Texas. The money's in Austin and Dallas and Houston. So it's a great time to be Chris Del Conte because you can you can or Steve Sarkeesian. Or Steve Sarkeesian in in, in undoubtedly. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. It's the question is what do you want? Right. How, what what do you want? I mean, not that they're in the market for Dylan Gabriel, but if they were, I mean if USC is for Dylan Gabriel, well he sits down and they, they say, What do you want? What do you want? George yeah. Lucas. Yeah. It's on speakerphone. I'd like Pixar. I'd like a piece of Pixar. All right. That might, uh, little, that might be a little much. Add me a little much. I don't know if I'd do that. He's not that good. He's not that good. No. No. <laughs> I'm not giving him Pixar. Maybe Arch Manning, though. Arch Manning. You think Arch Manning will get Pixar? Maybe he gets Pixar. Wow. He's going to be executive producer of Toy Story 5. Did you watch? Arch Manning. Did you watch the Mannings last night? I did not. It was good. Tua was on there. Guess what Tua does? Tua is a really good guitar player. Huh. He played an Eric Clapton song. Wow. And then Goofball uh, Peyton started singing, you know, with True and the Bit, but he played the guitar last night on the Manning cast. We got to take a break. Garrett's waving his arms like crazy. You have to use the bathroom or we need to take a break? <laughs> we need to take a break. And we'll be back with more on 102.7 ESPN. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN. Check out the podcast page at 1027ESPN.com. Now back to the Jeff and Ed Show. Did you and Sid talk about the Heisman Trophy finalists out there who were not, not at all after the show? Not at all. The buzz is not there for the Heisman it's Trophy not, this not year. Happened, is it? It's not. Uh, Texas is going to see Michael Penix at the Sugar Bowl. Mm-hmm. He's a finalist. Oh. Uh, Jaden Daniel from LSU, terrific quarterback. Oregon's Bo Nix, Michael Who Penix. probably would have won it had they not lost to Washington. Yeah, he might Don't have. Don't you think? Yeah, he might have. Because he's... Why doesn't it have the same... I'm pizzazz? Confused. Yeah. I, it's, I don't know why it doesn't have the pizzazz this year. Because we we didn't have that singular one. Didn't have it last year or the year before? I mean, it hasn't had it in a while, no. I don't think. A wow, a wow, wow, wow year. It's all quarterbacks now. Yeah, and there's no running backs. You're right. That's a great point, Garrett. That away, Little G. You've got the three quarterbacks, and you've got Marvin Harrison Jr., the wide receiver from Ohio State. He's not going to win it. No. There's no way. No. I I don't even know who wins. I guess the dude at LSU has got ridiculous numbers. He has ridiculous numbers, a, or it could be Michael Penix yeah. Jr., so He's got terrific numbers, but he kind of had a lull in the mid- middle of the season. I don't know. Maybe I think it's if I had to, if I had to make a bet right now, Jaden Daniels. Yeah, I know. Same here. Yeah, on a m- mediocre team, which didn't used to happen, rarely happens. I can't think of the last time a guy won Unless a high trophy. Wasn't off. Mediocre. They're not mediocre. They were good. They just got beat three times. Okay. Usually, it goes to someone with a gaudy record and. A team that's playing for a championship outside of Johnny Manziel, who won it in a year they lost twice. LSU. When was the last time a guy won a Heisman Trophy having lost three games? I don't know. They lost to George Flor- Rogers of South Carolina. They lost to Florida State, Ole Miss, and Alabama. They didn't yes. play Georgia. Yeah, I know. 
When was the last time someone won a Heisman Trophy off a team that lost three games? Ricky Williams lost three games that his senior year. That's true. They lost. They got multiple. crushed by Kansas State, didn't they? He had yeah, like remember twenty-eight yards or something. A couple of guys on the radio says the Heisman is gone, gone. after that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ricky Williams. I don't remember George Rogers. What you know? Baker Mayfield didn't. Know. They didn't have. They had a great year when Baker Mayfield yep. won. I the don't great know. Great Danny Warfel, the great Jason White. Jason White from Oklahoma. Played for national championship. They got smacked, I think. Sam Bradford? They played for a championship. Earl Campbell played for a championship. Correct. The last player to win it from a losing team was... Paul Horning. You are exactly right, my friend. And where did he play? Notre Dame. You are exactly right. And he right. smoked. He smoked. In the locker room. Yeah. Smoking Paul six. Horning. You ever heard of Paul Horning, Garrett? No. Never heard of Paul Horning. Sad state of affairs there, my friend. That year would have been what? Like 58? 58, probably, yeah. Yeah. Marvin Harrison is terrific. Bo Nix was out of his mind good. Penix was good. Texas is going to see a receiver as good as Marvin Harrison Jr. Wrong. Marvin Harrison is better than that dude okay, from Washington. Well, Mel Kuyper has him as the first receiver taken. What's his name? You don't even Odom know his name. Azume. Azume. Nope. How do you say it? <laughs> Romo Dunze. Oh, Romo Dunze. Excuse me. I thought it was Azume. Dunze. Okay. Romo Dunze. Kuiper has him as the first receiver off the board. Tell does Mel Kuiper know. A lot. He does, but I Have think you Marvin... Seen him? Have you seen this? Did you see this dude towards yes. Oregon? Yes. He's he the guy with multicolored him. hair. Okay, well, He's got a couple of different hair colors. They haven't, Texas has not played a guy like this. No. They haven't. Played against them last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And lost. They lost by seven, and Texas didn't okay, have okay. their starting linebacker. They didn't have their starting running backs, Jeff. Come on. Give the Longhorns a break. Okay. Just saying. It's Marvin the, Harrison will be selected before. You want to make a bet? Uh, Garrett, get I, ready. It, it depends on how we're how they're picking. I don't know. I don't know how the draft order is going to go. I don't I don't know that. And, I, I and will Kuiper just say, I don't care what order it is. I, that that Mar, 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 Marvin Harrison no would be the best wide receiver I have no idea picked. what their workouts are going to be like. I have no oh, idea. What I mean, all, see, that's, all that stuff's matters. You just made a ballsy prediction, and now you're back. I don't know how their workout's going to be. I don't know I how don't. they'll do on the Wonderlick test. I just don't know. I, I, I don't know. And But Kuiper right now has him as the best receiver coming out. He's wrong. Well, <laughs> okay. He's wrong. Okay. Okay. Um... It's a bad match. It's a bad. I'll say it again. It is a the worst matchup for Texas in the field. They got because Penix is a slinger, and a gun this guy, slinger, and his tight end and the receiving group that he has is light years better than the Oklahoma. He's offense better than Dylan Gabriel. That 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 caused them all kinds of problems in the Cotton Bowl. That's the fear that they're going right. to come out and just pass. They got Not, a talented tight end. Absolutely. They got great wide receivers and this Ask guy. Oregon. And Oregon they got a good offensive defend. line, too. I know, a great yeah. offensive line. In fact, one of their tackles will probably be one of the first 10 picks in the draft. I'm just, nobody's watched them and nobody wants to watch them and people automatically dismiss them. Now, I don't know. Texas might be able to light up their defense. I think Texas I mean, will that be might able happen. to score. Uh, that might happen, but it's by far the most dangerous offense Texas will have played by far. With this dude, and yeah, I, I agree. Okay, we need to take a break. 512-834-1027. When we return, I'm looking more on my list of things to talk about. 
nope, that about does it here for me. That's it. Uh, no, Show's over? No, it's not over. We've got news about John Rahm that's disturbing to golf fans. Oh, disturbing golf. me. Spanish golf news. Spanish golf news about a guy from Spain who's lived in America for about, oh, maybe 15 years in a row. Mm. We'll talk about that and much, much more when we return to 102.7. This is ESPN. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN.